Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Signal 7 Podcast. I'm Emily. And I am Drew. And today we are going to talk about a case of a Virginia woman who leaves her stepfather's home to board a flight to Arizona but never makes the flight. On December 1st, Caitlin Akins flies home from Arizona where she was living with her fiance, Amber. She was flying home to Virginia where she was witnessing the birth of her new nephew. She was also starting cosmetology school so she needed to get her high school diploma. On December 5th, she was set to fly back to her fiance, Amber, in Arizona, but she could not find a ride. So her sister, you know, obviously had a new baby, so she couldn't take her back to the airport. And also her mother had to work that day, so there was no way she could get a ride from them. So Lisa, her mother, reaches out to her ex-husband, James, who was very much like Caitlin's father. He agreed to take her to the airport that day. So Lisa drops Caitlin off at her ex-stepfather's home at 9.20 a.m. December 5th. And this is the last time she ever saw her daughter. Wow. Yeah, so she was actually really excited to see James because she hadn't seen him in a while. And like I said earlier, this was the only father figure she had in her life, according to her mom, Lisa. Right, I got you. James, her ex-stepfather, needed to be at work at 3.30 p.m. that afternoon. So he would need to drop off Caitlin a little bit earlier than that. Because it was, you know, roughly, I believe, an hour drive from his house. And her flight was at... 5 45 p.m that afternoon back to arizona was there no uber or anything when did uber come out i feel like uber was around in 2015 maybe it might not. have been but i think where she lived it was um a smaller town right yeah i guess and, and, like, and for an hour drive an uber could be pretty expensive yeah too. and imagine if your stepmom said that she could give you a ride would you get an uber right now yeah i got you so around 11:56, caitlin's fiance receives a surprising text from Caitlin, and this is where everything starts to kind of get sketchy. Say receives a surprising text from Caitlin, and this is where everything starts to kind of get sketchy. She texted her fiance Amber, something came up, I'm not coming back today. I'll let you know when I have a new flight, and I won't be able to text for a bit. Hmm. At 1.52 p.m., Lisa, Caitlin's mother, receives a text from James. I just dropped off Caitlin. They have a brief, you know, how was traffic? It wasn't that bad. Um, and then he, te- James, texts Lisa and says, I dropped her off at the Springfield Metro Station. She was going to take the metro to the airport since there was a stop at Reagan, which is Reagan was the airport. And so because the flight was at 545 and he dropped her off at 1.52 p.m., he said she was going to kill some time and spend some time at the Springfield Mall. The airport was only two stops away from the metro station and the Springfield Mall, so this wouldn't be a huge issue. But Lisa felt a little strange about this because Caitlin had never been to the Springfield Mall, at least not since she was very little, and she also was unaware of how the metro worked. So at 2 p.m., Lisa receives a text from Caitlin. I'm at the airport. My battery is dying, so I won't be able to text for a bit. One thing that it was strange about this is that they came in two separate text messages. So it was, I'm at the airport, and then 
a separate text saying my battery's dying. I won't be able to text for a bit. And Lisa said this was just not like Caitlin, but she felt relieved knowing that she was at the airport. She had no idea or any assumption that something was wrong at this point. Yeah, I guess from like a an overarching viewpoint, like we can see it now. I mean, it, it looks a little bit sus, especially like what you just said about the fiance getting like a similar text. That was weird. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like two weird texts from supposedly her, like kind right. of kind of points that like it's not her. It's somebody using her phone or something like that. Right. But at this point, they had no reason to believe that anything was wrong. Because no, you're right. She, right, she right. trusted her ex-husband. That was a father figure to Caitlin. So there was no like you know, there was nothing to, you know, draw any suspicious like activity so far. So. After she received the text that she was at the airport, she was relieved because she was a little bit worried about her taking the metro, and so this confirmed that she was at the airport and safe. Lisa tried calling and texting Caitlin after this, but again, she she never called her back. She never answered the phone calls. She never texted her back. So a few hours go by, and at 7.15 p.m., Caitlin texted her mom and said, I'm staying with a friend, and I need some time alone. Oh, okay. Well, that's... uh. That's definitely weird because that means, right. one, she, like, is no longer at the airport. She missed her flight. Like, how did she get to a friend's house? Well, she, like, at this point, we don't know that she's missed her flight. We just know she's staying with a friend. All right. But, like, wouldn't, well, is her mom back in Arizona or? Her mom's in Virginia. Remember, she was visiting her family for the birth of her nephew needed to get her. But she's going, is she going back to where her mom is? Or she's going back mom? to Arizona. So she's leaving Virginia, going back to Arizona where her fiance Amber is. Okay, but why would she tell her mom that she's staying with someone for... That's true. I see your point. Like yeah. she, she's in another state, so she can do, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. She's not like It's not like she's, like, going to go see her mom that night, right? Like, right. That's a weird thing to... Well, things get even more suspicious when Caitlin's fiancé, Amber, receives a message from Caitlin's Facebook account. She says, I can't come back. I cheated on you. And all what? further attempts to get in touch with Caitlin go unanswered. Until finally her phone just stopped working. Yeah, something crazy is going on there. I don't know. Well, I have my suspicions, but I don't quite understand how that all happened so quickly. Two days later, on December 7th, 2015, a discovery was made by a road crew worker in a drainage ditch 44 miles away from the Springfield Metro Station. They found Caitlin's luggage. Oh, really? They did. So it appeared that the luggage was thrown from a moving vehicle just because it had a broken wheel and the obvious like scuffs. But what was interesting is that her clothes and high school diploma were gone, but her wallet, including all of her cash, her ID, everything that would, you know, you would take with you if you were on the run or like hiding out or with a friend, you know, you would take with you, right? Right. Your debit card, your cash, all of that. So this seemed really suspicious. Oh, super suspicious. Where is the where's the stepfather? That's why I was just about to get to. Yeah. <laughs> so the stepfather James was working with the police at first. Um he gave them a pretty tight timeline that he dropped her off, you know, at one fifty two PM. However, no evidence was able to confirm his story. There was no surveillance, there was no witnesses, nothing. And interesting enough, he actually didn't show up to work at 3 p.m. like he was scheduled to. Mm, that's a red flag. Yeah, that's the other thing. Most public transportation stations, um, they have, you know, surveillance or 
they have like security guards or like something like there were there no cameras at the train station at all or any anything there was you know surveillance cameras however his car and caitlin were never seen on them and there was no like record of him he didn't have to like get a ticket for a parking lot or nothing, nothing he like that. had nothing to prove to corroborate his story mm, doesn't look great for that story so let's talk about the text messages right so at 1.52 p.m., when James texted Lisa that he dropped off Caitlin at the Springfield Mall, his phone pinged near his home. Hmm. So he was never you know, near the Springfield Mall at 1.52 p.m. when he said he dropped off Caitlin. Right. So that's enough right there to at least know that he's not telling the truth. At 2 p.m., Caitlin texted Lisa that she was at the airport, but Caitlin's phone pings near James's house. So she was not at the airport. Okay. In fact, it was 30 miles away from the metro station. And the final text at 7.15 p.m. pinged 15 miles away from where her luggage was found. Interesting. Okay, so that's uh, that's not necessarily evidence, but that's a lot of, um, you know... Conflicting pretty, stories. Yeah, pretty, like, intriguing uh, information that I feel like the police could at least use to like name him as like a person of interest interest. right from this the police conclude that caitlin never left the fredericksburg area which is where james lived right they end up doing a search of james's home and they do find that he has an encrypted phone and will not give the password to the phone okay well that is even more sus and investigators can't figure out how to get into this phone Okay. What what line of work is he in? Does it It looks like he just had odd jobs. It wasn't anything Okay, nothing yeah. like it wasn't like a government job or something. No, no, that no, he no. Had he to wasn't protect clients' interest or anything no, like that. No, no, no. It wasn't anything like that. Um So he just didn't want them in the phone yes. because he was What's interesting though is Caitlin had a because you know, they obviously go through her phone, which was in the luggage. Right. She had an encrypted message on her phone as well. Like an an encrypted app. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay. That's interesting. So they're not able to get into either of these encrypted phones or apps. So now we're going to talk about Caitlin's ex-boyfriend. Kevin comes to investigators and lets them know that Kate allegedly told him that James was verbally abusive to her growing up. Hmm. And did she come to him like recent like just recently or this was like when they were dating before when they were dating before um and they actually remained friends as far as i could find so much so that the night before caitlin um was supposed to board the plane so the date was december 4th she had went out drinking with some friends and actually cheated on amber her fiance that was back in arizona with uh just random friends oh with just random friends. yeah okay. wasn't with kevin i see um and she even went as far as to saying that she felt these friends forced themselves on her and she was feeling really guilty about this so if you remember how she messaged her fiance amber that she cheated on her and she like needed some time away yeah right if and that was from her if that was from her but that right if yeah, it I mean, wasn't it does show that somebody knew right somebody did know that's kind of a a crazy little extra layer to the story now. So, investigators look even more into the ex-stepfather, James, in which they ask him to come in and do a polygraph test because 
during the search of his home, they never found any sort of evidence that did link him to the disappearance of Caitlin. Right, like they never find any actual hard evidence. They right. just have a lot of like kind of weird coincidences that they feel like, you know, they feel like he is a person of interest. Right, but, but unfortunately they... you can't make somebody a suspect right. based on yeah. feeling. Otherwise, sure. at least you, most people can't. So investigators ask James to come down to the station to take a polygraph test, which he will not do. He refuses. Really? Yes. Okay. And I forgot to mention earlier that the plane ticket was actually found in her luggage bag. In her own luggage bag? In her own luggage bag. So she never boarded the flight. And Right. No, yeah. you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And for six months after her disappearance, he never returns back to work. Really? That's, yeah. That's very strange. And um, he, he never works with police again. He stops cooperating because at first he was. He was saying, oh, yeah, I dropped her off this time. Right. And giving as much, you know, information on the timeline that he had. But once they started looking at him and, you know, kind of saying, oh, well, the phone's never pinged around this time. Mm -hmm. What's good with that? Right. He stopped talking. Right. And Which, he hasn't worked with police since. Yeah, that's really weird. Well, I mean, there's like a, there's kind of like an angle for some people where they'd say, oh, well, you know, even if I didn't do it or whatever, I, I still wouldn't necessarily cooperate if it looks like it was me that did it, blah, blah, blah. Um but well to be honest with you i would never take a polygraph test because it will not go against you in the case it just shakes you up right it just gives them a chance to possibly like pry for more information right but, um i'm just saying in this specific instance even if he didn't do it uh like some people would argue especially like lawyers like defense attorneys and stuff they'd say like yeah i mean if, if it if it looks like it was you and it, you know, every, all the optics are bad and pointing at you and you're a person of interest. It gives um, more reason to look at you. Right. Well, like, why not just not help them? Because, um, you know, unfortunately, they're probably going to try to pin it on you any way that they can. Right. Especially if they have no other suspects or anything. Right. Right. Exactly. And so after this, they find nothing. It's 2021 and they have found nothing of Caitlin. They still don't know where she is. There's a lot of theories one of them being because she did cheat on her fiance, who she loved a lot. She felt like she was finally, you know, on the right track. Apparently, she was a very smart girl, too. She graduated high school at 16. So there was some sort of suspicion that maybe she did tell her ex-stepdad this, and he helped her run away and start a new life. Gotcha. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it'd be tough for someone to truly run away like that and never talk to friends or family again you and know? start like, a new life in 20 in this day and age it's really hard to yeah, not find somebody it really is if and they're, start a whole new life yeah if they're out there and they're actually living life and working or doing anything i mean it's it's pretty tough plus like wouldn't there be like a federal missing persons like ping out for her like for her right for her legal name so she'd have to like change all of her name and get like different documents i mean there are obviously ways you can do that stuff i guess but right. like it's not you gotta know like some pretty pretty crazy people right yeah exactly it just doesn't seem possible so all of her family kind of point the finger at james right which is understandable not saying that he did it but um it definitely looks pretty horrible for 
right. for him in that situation. Right. I mean, it definitely looks like he, he definitely knows something that he's not telling investigators. The fact that the phones never pinged where they were saying they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I, I definitely agree with that. You know, I think I have a theory actually. Um, you do. That it, it's not like it is a great theory, but I think it's possible just given that she is so young and like she has a fiance and she's you know going from her home to a new place and you know doing all this stuff and hanging out with friends and then cheats on the fiance there's like a lot of things going on that are kind of like pretty decently big emotional things that she's like juggling Mm -hmm. and i think that in just again just a theory uh maybe that that like overwhelmed her Mm -hmm. and like all of these things kind of came to a head and maybe she was like confiding in her stepdad or something and then or or they like got in a fight or, or something happened and maybe she you know actually ended up taking her own life somehow and just like disappeared or you know something like that i think that that's a plausible theory because mm-hmm. i feel like enough time has passed that if somebody did do it um mm-hmm. they they probably would have found that by now plus there's like no there's no like dna or anything that like traced it back to the stepdad mm-hmm. but he was the last person that saw her mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i don't know i'm just putting it out there as like a possibility just given her like age and you know how how everything's kind of like crazy in her life a little bit right now and she feels guilty and all that but do you uh do you have any particular theories i do and this one isn't specifically one that i believe have has happened however it's definitely interesting and a really weird perspective that i didn't think about before so if you remember we we talked about how on december 4th she did cheat on her um fiance amber right right yeah with her friends that she went out drinking with right but it wasn't technically like cheating because she said that she felt like in a roundabout way she was raped okay and so one theory on reddit says what if those people didn't want her to go to the authorities and yeah right yeah no that's actually a good point well that's even well it kind of plays into both of these theories that's a really good point that you just made but even so like cheated on her fiance or not like that's that's even a a more emotionally straining thing you know like if she was if she was assaulted in some way like that's even like that's 10 times worse than you know the burden of just like cheating on your spouse or not even spouse yet but, absolutely it's a hundred you know, times worse yeah that's actually like obviously horrible so um that would make a lot of sense even for like Your her, like her yeah. feeling like her emotional state or whatever but mm-hmm. um no continue with what, what were you saying so basically the reddit was just saying that what if though the couple because it was a, apparently a, a female and a male who pushed themselves onto Caitlyn, what if they, you know, saw their opportunity to take her there and right. and, and kill her so oh, that so she wouldn't cu- say... It was a couple. That it was a couple. Mm-hmm. Came on, like, assaulted her. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's tough. Right. But again, it it's still going back to the text messages pinging and and the stepfather saying he was he had dropped her off at 1.52 p.m., but the phone's pinging near his house at right. 1 52 p.m and it was 30 miles away from where he was supposed to be did who who gave the account of her like being with the couple was it her ex-boyfriend it was kevin yeah 
so he was out with them like drinking and stuff so she actually confided in him because she was very embarrassed and she felt super guilty and she went to him as a friend because they were still pretty good friends and that was like that night slash early morning yeah it was sometime between december 4th and december 5th that she went to him okay so another interesting piece to tie up is where did that occur and then where would they have known where to find her the next day or like and could was, her could potentially her stepfather be in on it i don't think he would be i, I don't think that that's he a little would far-fetched be. but like again the phone pinging in the area it's not supposed to yeah that just doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense so it makes me feel like that story like yes it makes a lot of sense but in other ways like with the evidence we have it doesn't cooperate together right and lastly amber who again is caitlin's fiance that lives in arizona with caitlin did confirm that caitlin had actually talked to her about the abuse she went um through with james and from james when she was growing up so you remember how kevin said that he verbally abused caitlin that right james verbally abused caitlin and so amber was able to confirm that and a lot of people are thinking well maybe if he was able to verbally abuse her he did more than just that that she didn't admit to right or and then she grew into that and then she well so but if she was abused by him growing up and like but didn't you say they had like a decent relationship supposedly so like that doesn't really add up like why, if, if someone abused you when you're younger why why even go with him to the airport you know why? Well, a lot of women are gaslighted by their abusers a lot of people are abused but i see where you're coming from yeah no that's a fair point but at, at that point she has like her own choices mm-hmm. she's an adult she can you know she doesn't need to see that guy ever again because he's not even her mom's uh, husband anymore right like they mm-hmm. are broken up or they're divorced or whatever um so like if that was the case then why even go to the airport with him and risk right. like maybe what happened is that you know like she brought up some like of the terrible things that he used to do to her in the car and it mm-hmm. came to like a and he snapped. yeah it came to like a bad argument mm-hmm. and then he was thinking oh man like if she brings this up just the first time she sees me in a while like maybe she's gonna tell people and then i'm gonna be you know in a bad spot blah 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 so right that i mean that could be a very feasible thing right and what's interesting to me too is it like he didn't go to work for six months after this yeah that's so, so weird like, he's that which me makes me believe that he might be guilty of something well you would think if we're talking yeah. about theories that right there sticks out to me well especially with someone with a a supposed history of abuse i mean right that is a giant red flag for you know like building into more aggressive things or you know potentially more like deadly things like you know right he's if he's capable of abusing someone he's probably capable of you know murdering someone or something like that and if we talk again about how you know if when they found her luggage the things they found in it were cash credit cards debit cards that sort of thing the only things that were missing were her personal items like her clothes yeah like sentimental items and her high school diploma so if if we're suspecting a stranger to commit foul play the first thing they're going to take is probably her cash there's if you're if you're an investigator or detective you look at that and you immediately rule out any sort of robbery or you know uh yeah robbery gone wrong type of deal like there's no way you know it's yeah. definitely 
definitely something fishy going on. It's just a matter of, I mean, you can't really pinpoint what it is, you know? Right. And Lisa did mention that when she dropped Caitlin off at James's house that morning at 9.20 a.m., that they were, you know, talking about how she was going to start cosmetology school. So it would make sense that if, if allegedly James were trying to stage her disappearance, that he would take her clothes and her high school diploma because she came home, one, to see, you know, her new nephew, and two, to get her high school diploma right. so she could start cosmetology school. Right, exactly. Now that makes sense. So, um, yeah. Hmm. So that is the case of Caitlin Aikens. And she's to this day still missing. So if you have any information, please contact the Fredericksburg police. We also take case suggestions. So if you have a case that you would like us to cover, please go to Signal7Podcast.com and visit us on social media at Signal7Podcast. We will see you guys in the next one.